Today is May 6th. The Yankees win a series against the Houston Astros. They do not get the sweep, but they take two out of three. Jake licked a urinal. Let's talk Yanks. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks. It's brought to you by DraftKings. My name is Jimmy and sitting next to me is Jake. And in the corner we have producer Bug Bug Dude. And we just got back from the game itself. We were at the stadium for the Cole versus McCullers game three of this series. And now we're back here and we're going to talk about the whole series, not just that game. Uh, Jake keeps saying, I want to talk about just that game. I said, no, we do the whole series here. Um, How you doing, Jake? Let's talk about the game a little bit. The whole series. All right, we'll do the Jeez. whole series. James, Big Baby David, everybody in the chat. Oh, my God. Koopa, Banana, Kev, always. Llewellyn. Yeah, it was fun. We went to the game today. Uh, you know, that was one of the original ambitions of the stadium. If we could go on a recording day, come back with the juice from the stadium. Got a couple tidbits. Going to mix them in. Ambition of the office. I can't just drop everything I got from the stadium, like how many people were thrown out of the stadium in this three-game set. You weren't here for that, Jimmy. Our security guard friend came back around and gave us some stats. He told you the number of people that had been ejected? Yeah. From games one and two. He said he couldn't say today but because it wasn't over yet. So, I mean, there's some analytics. Over 50, under 200. Over. Over 200? No way. Yeah. Per game. So we'll talk about that. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, hey, you know, obviously sucks losing on cold day, and we're obviously huge Chad people, and, hey, sometimes that's baseball, and the guy that did it <laughs> was hearing a lot from the audience. Uh, that was a pretty wild scene, a scene I probably won't forget. But, uh, hey, Yankees win two out of three. They're playing a really good brand of baseball right now, and it's uh, – Let's be honest, when the Yanks were losing, it wasn't because of the bullpen. Like, I think that's kind of the vibe that you and I have had. Um, You know, it's almost felt like we've defied the baseball gods a little bit because our bullpen has been so good, especially on winning days. So we might even talk about that a little bit later. I've got some awards I want to give out to six guys. But, um, no. Good series. Yeah, I mean, they... We have to talk the whole series, not just this game, Jim. We're going to talk about all three of them. Do you have burns, or are you just going to do them off the cuff? You're doing them off the cuff. They're going to be ad-lib burns. Yeah. But, I mean, that's kind of what I do anyways. No, I usually write them all down. I write them down, but, I mean, it's usually pretty free. So when we sell the book, Mm. these these pages, these games, you'll have to, someone will have to do the transcript afterwards. (laughs) You can't put that in the book. Grinky. Can't put that in the book. Okay. Uh, this episode of Talking Yanks is brought to you by DraftKings. 
The hits literally keep on coming from one boxing event to the next. They grow in excitement and anticipation. And this weekend is no different with two of the sport's most respected fighters stepping into the ring Saturday night. There is no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all new users a shot at turning $1 into $55. All you got to do is choose the correct winner, or you can go look at the John Boy specials, bet on some Kuipers, have some fun. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code... Well, that's the wrong code. John Boy. John Boy, when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can bet $1 to win $55 on this weekend's main event. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook is going all out for new users by offering them a chance to win $55 when placing a bet of $1 on this weekend's big fight. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Mm. Indiana, or PA only. Can I tell you? Can I tell you, Jake? I hope so. I heard you do the ad read once, and you said New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. Yeah. And I thought, I'm going to steal that because Pennsylvania is long. And when you say Pennsylvania, you get reminded about how much Pennsylvania sucks. When you say PA, you just think of two letters. New customers only restrictions they apply. Say See, PA there. Hmm? Like you, they do. Like they say PA. Only. I know. I've seen that thing you do, Erie PA. I know where the own eaters are from. They say it all the time in that movie. Which is the best thing about Erie. Pennsylvania? One eight hundred nine with it. Yeah. Uh, if you have a gambling problem, call one eight hundred Gambler in Indiana. One eight hundred nine with it. Okay. Let's burn game one. Let's get anything else off our chest. Luke Voigt's rehabbing, and he looks good. And we're ready for him when he's ready for us. Yeah, is there a Severino update? I don't uh, think we got one, right? He threw I, don't, a I don't think hitters. anything think specific besides yeah. he's, like, thrown off a mound. I don't know if it's live hitters, but I know, like, people, like, stood in the box. Yeah. I don't I, think they swung. I thought they said they were, he was doing Maybe live they hitters did. In. Soon, Maybe I don't know. Did. Voight yeah. and Andujar went back to back in a triple-A game. That's fun. Dude, why don't... No, it was actually really funny, Jim. It was really funny, so just listen. Oh, you want me to fake laugh? It's not that funny. Okay. But it exists. I gotta keep myself in check. Yeah. Andujar homered. Yeah. And it was... Like, I had a nostalgia no- moment. Because okay. it was like a nice Andujar homer, like when he pulled on one. Like Did he you, helicopter it? You would look at it and you'd be like, when Andujar pulls a homer, that's what it looks like. Mm, okay. So I had that feeling, and it was right before Gio made a really nice play on one of the choppers in this series. Like, should have been a hard play that he made looked easy. And I was just like, well, the nostalgia went away pretty quick. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's hilarious. The timing of it. Yeah. No, I get it. Life's about that. Everything's about time. Timing's everything. Everything. Everyone that said hi to us at the stadium, thank you. Very nice. A lot of BBD shout-outs. Uh, it sounded like Andor's made some like good plays in left for what that's worth. That's also just people who were there tweeting that it was like nice plays, like running catches. So I don't believe worth it. Worth mentioning, but... That's David P.A. Festival Mendelssohn. I'm not going to believe that. And in, 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 there's like maybe Curry... If maybe if Curry said he looked good and left, I'd believe it. Otherwise, not I don't nothing know about, against. I don't know about against it. anyone. I'm just not going to trust anyone's eye test on I don't, that. At I all. don't know about like in general how he's looked like like full picture, but he's. I've heard about at least two like catches. I know. I'm just saying. I don't. I'm not gonna. I'd have to see the catches. Yabrazita. Yeah, Yabrazita for sure. Someone said in the chat that Chad has a knack for giving up big home runs, mm. which is funny to me. Because if he gives up a home run, 
It's a big home run. Yeah. Because he's a high leverage reliever. Right. So that's tough for Chad. Every to give time up. Chapman gives up a home run, it costs us the game. Well, he's a uh, he's yeah, a closer. He's, a closer. He's, he's only asked to do the times yeah. where if he blows they it, don't, it blows the game. That's one of the things. That's, that's one of the things anymore. you go around the. You know, I always yeah. talk about all fans go around the league, and you just say yeah. like, yeah, it's always a big spot. It's always a big spot. Oh, he only pitches in those. He's that's where that's he. True. That's when he throws the ball. Let's do a burn of game one. Ooh. On your mark. I think, do you have me on mute? Get set. Burn! Everyone's favorite, the Houston Astros come to town. It's Domingo on a Tuesday. Herman versus Zach Donald hoping he's got the green key to success for the Astros. And it's like, hey, in the first, you don't have to brag, man. Bregman with the solo homer takes the air out of the stadium, but pump it back in, babe. Giancarlo, let the rhythm take you over, Giancarlo. Get out of here, cheating Astros. It's two to one. Stanton brings down the building. Clint, no RBI in the double play, but a run scores. It's three to one after one in the fourth. Michael Brantley, oh my God, Dr. Smooth sure is. 4.15 up into the Adoni Suites. Not bad, my man. You lay, you lie. Oh, you lie, Gurriel. Oh, RBI double. It's tight at threes. How about that? But in the sixth, DJ LeMayu chops one to third. Bregman throws it to the tarp. One run will score. Two runs will score. Three runs will score. It's six to three. Make it seven with the Giancarlo RBI single. Domingo was solid. Five innings, three earned runs, blah, blah, blah. To Litke, to Loisega, to Peralta, to Swag Green. He gives up the Cobras. Yankees win game run, 7-3 final. Very well done. Very well done. Congratulations to you. Wrote that a while ago. Lies. Made it up on the spot. It was lies. You made it up on the spot. Do you have any juice? Because I'm getting low. I can juice you up, my friend. Thank you. Uh, For you, I have juice for you. Yeah, what do you think about this game? I don't know if there's much to talk about, really. A lot of energy in the stadium. Pretty wild. Yes, network leaning in. We've talked about it on pregame shows and stuff, but it was pretty... Yeah, I was I was surprised how much Yes Network was leaning in, and the Yankees quotes afterwards, like, you know, all the fu Altuve chants. I I thought the the Yankees or Yes Network might be like, you know, say like, you know, I understand booing, but mm. maybe they go a different route. Like everyone was just like, yeah, yeah, good. Giancarlo four hits, um, you know, DJ. With the leadoff and then Giancarlo with the home run. That was pretty impactful. Uh, Yankees cr- turned a couple double plays in this one. Bullpen did their job like they kind of have been doing all year up and up until today, people. And that happens in a baseball season. They had Granky on the ropes in the first. Yeah, it could have. And uh, could have changed the whole course of the series, blowing up their bullpen right as much as they could. I mean, Granky still only goes four? Five, maybe? He goes four. Four? But uh, Clint came up and had that double play after uh, after the Glaber got walked. And Glaber getting walked is kind of the story of this series because, if anything, this year we've learned how much 
protection matters. Because Clint or Gardner were behind Glaber. Mm-hmm. And how many walks did he have in this series? He had three in game one. Uh, Glaber had Ford behind him. He didn't have any uh, game two. And he had one today. So four um, walks? Yeah, four, three in one game. Well, four in three days is still a good amount. Right. Um, but yeah, that was a little bit of a bummer because Cranky didn't look like he was throwing much. Yeah, it was, and this it ump was, was awful. That was funny. It was two zero to Clint, um, and then I think the first pitch he did swing at was an outside fastball. It was a bummer. I I kind of got where Clint was at. Like Cranky's a veteran, and you think he's not going to walk himself out of this game, and he ended up settling in, and he was actually pretty good after that. So yeah, they did have him on the ropes. Could have gone TKO. They did not. Um, Herman battled, wasn't the prettiest five innings, but five innings, three earned runs is like kind of modern baseball at this point. Um, gave up the two homers to Bregman in the first, and then Brantley, who had a bomb. Um, yeah. Chapman was unavailable. I think he was available. It was after this the game. off day. Oh, it was the off day, but he did use him two days in a row. So it was a four-run lead, so they give Chad the ninth, and he has a good ninth there. And the lineup, no really qualms there. Um, was this the crazy play, or is that game two? Uh, that was No, this, this was, was game the crazy two. play. Yeah, DJ LeMahieu chops one. Bregman fields it. He throws it away. Odor gets hurt. Everyone's coming. Odor, it looks like a nasty leg injury. Astros played bad baseball. A little bit. A little Defensively. Bit. I mean, they have the Glaber thing where no one covers any base. They have the, in game three, uh, Geo got the hustle double because, who's the center fielder? Was it Straw? Straw. Just kind of like a half bobble, a half laziness. Yeah. And then the Bregman thing here. Yeah. They gave the Yanks a decent amount of runs on nonsense. Yeah, no, I, I think when we base. were doing pregame show, there was, I, I remember for game two, I was doing a little, you know, the Yankees could have blown this one open early. The Astros also helped them out a little bit. So, you know, that first inning in the Bregman play balanced out each other out a little bit. But, yeah, no, Bregman throw was kind of a, a big mistake. I don't think Herman's getting any awards unless you were planning it. Yeah. Do you have anything on this line by him? Not really. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's kind of modern baseball, man. Like, you know, I think after five innings pitched, three earned runs and 83 pitches, I was fine they went to Licky. I think 10 years ago, I would have said, why the hell isn't Herman out there for the six? But that's where we're at. Yeah. And it was the lane that I predicted Licky in during the pregame show. Mm-hmm. Randley, Bregman, Alvarez, because of course. T- tied game in the six and Litke comes in. There's a lot of people I've seen. That haven't accepted that fact mm-hmm. that they have Litke pretty high on the chart, which it became obvious a couple weeks ago. But yeah, I mean, expect Litke there. Litke's been clean for a little bit now, and the Yankees love him. Pretty wild. That is pretty wild. All right, let's go to game two. Game they switch up the lineup a little bit. Odor goes <laughs> to the IL because he's banged up his knee. So that means Ford's in. Jake. Burn game to burn. The full Monty. Jordan Montgomery on the bump for the Yanks in the middle game versus Luis A. Jerry Garcia as the Astros try to not be fish food for the Yankees. In 
the third. Oh, mama, there goes that man again. Giancarlo, let the rhythm take you over, Giancarlo. To run homer, DJ scored 2 nothing. Yankees in the fourth. Those Astros strike back. Correa with the RBI. Gurriel with the RBI double. Almedes Diaz with the backbreaker, O'Neal says on the broadcast. Astros take the 3-2 lead in the fifth again. May I have another Stanton. RBI double ties it up at threes. We're locked up into the eighth. Aaron Hicks. God, did he need that. RBI single makes it 4-3. Guardy party with the sack fly. And then, God, can't stop, won't stop. I'll get down, baby. Giancarlo again. It is 6-3 Yanks. Aaron Hicks scores. Monty, six innings pitch, three earned runs. To Sessa, Wandy Peralta in for some important outs. Johnny Laza, Araldis Chapman looking nasty. Yankees take game two, 6-3 final. Who would have who, who guessed that in the series against the Houston Astros? I mean, no one would have guessed this. I hate, no I can't this. hate phrasing it. But even two days ago, not mm. even like, you know, some people say at the start of the season, would you have guessed it was Lucas Litley and Wandy Peralta? Mm. But even two days ago, would you have mm. guessed it was Lucas Litley and Wandy Peralta getting uh, getting spots and tie games in the sixth and seventh inning against the Astros? No, and I mean, you know, it's obviously there was a fear factor. Wandy Peralta comes in and A, you know, there had been a couple up and on pitches. Uh, Luis Garcia hit DJ before the Stan Homer, uh, which was the entirety of the Yankees' offense for the first four innings or so. Uh, and then Wandy, uh, you mentioned this on the pregame show. Go check it out if you haven't. Wandy's first pitch is at, was it Brantley's head? Castro, right? Castro, at the lefty hitting catcher. And it's like, okay, that's not great. And then it's 2-0. Uh, and then he battles back, and he actually strikes him out t- twice. It's the foul tip incident, which was hilarious. Uh, I think Hoodie Glaber had the first clip on that that went around the internet a little bit, that Boone came out. And uh, <laughs> not great for Gary. Because <laughs> the ump said, Gary knows it was a foul tip, and Boone said, well, if he, if he, if he said it, then he's wrong and you're wrong, and you're both wrong. <laughs> Gary's like, oh man. It was it was it's tough for Gary. It was the purest form of Boone argument style. Like just taking in the information as quick as he can and then just like the answer's coming out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're both wrong. And uh, Gary, I think, was like, but I didn't even say it, huh? You could pick anyone for your side and they're also wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like that was Boone's thought process. Yeah. I don't care who agrees with you. Uh so yeah, I mean I you know Wandy Peralta being in that moment while Dude, we're Sessa still... and Sessa in the seventh inning in a three-three tie, right? But I, I had that one. I mean, you know, different look than Monty, and he's been low-key good. And if you looked at the bullpen usage, that kind of added up. Where Sessa should have earned that in our heads, but we still have a mental hurdle from 2016, 2017, and those years. Uh, but Sess has been pretty solid, but yeah. He only throws a slider now, basically. Wandy P, and that was a tight spot, too, because if he didn't get Castro there, three batter rule, he would have had to face Altuve and Brantley. So that was a pretty big at-bat. Yeah, I was worried after the foul tip, because I was like, is he going to go back? Right. To-? It was like a perfect um, 
uh, is a perfect one-two changeup. And he, and he swung over it or foul tipped. He might have t- tipped it. I really don't even know. And then uh, I was like, oh, shit, can he double up the changeup here? Like, what's he going to do? He doubled up the changeup. Yeah. He got the same exact result, which was cool. And then we're still – you're right. That's one of those moments. We're still finding out who this dude is. Like, we don't know if he's – He's a guy that sees that and says, I'm going to strike you out again. Or if he's a guy that's on the mound like, I already got this guy out. Why do I have to throw another one? Yeah. Seems like Juan, he's got a little bit of crazy in him. You know, he does the funky leg kick business. And yeah. he wasn't freaked out in that situation at all. So, hey, put that early in your Wandy Peralta books. Um, yeah. Good game. I do... Um. I have to give someone a shout out. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I know that wasn't on the sheet. I mean, just going way off book here. I didn't warn you at all on Our this. Fucking, we spent hours putting together planning uh, here. I tweeted out after the situation, the Wandy Peralta, and I said, Wandy P, new jokes for Burns. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, kind of, I didn't realize he was going to be part of things. Um, Stratton Fairchild uh, commented on it and said... That's a fake name. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, no, Hey, Astros, were those pitches in 2D or 3D? No, they were in Wandy. Sit down. So I kind of like that. I thought you were out on Wandy vision jokes. No, that was a 1D joke. That oh. was a seating joke. It's a classic seating joke. Seating? Well, so there's... it's. Two ways. Or dimensional joke. It's a dimensional joke. It can also be like actual seats. Like, where are you sitting? 2D, 3D, 1D. Sit down. Oh, I think if you say 2D and 3D, people think the dimension. They went for the dimension angle. I have a whole seating chart for that. Okay. Yeah. No, we're actually in 1F. If his name was Wanfi. If his name was Wanfi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still not. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do game three, which we were just you at. You think so? We were just at this game. Yeah. Marcus at burn. Marcus at burn. We got a good thing. Hope it's going to be okay. Garrett J. Cole on the bump going for the sweep against the Houston Astros. Lance Armstrong McCuller tries to nut up for Houston in the third. No. No. Junkalo! Let the rhythm take you over, Junkalo. Take solo homer. We saw it live. The man is on a mission. Not talking beastie boys. One nothing, Yanks. Jordan Alvarez. Holy smokes. That guy is a monster. He ties it up at once. Clean! How's your porch job? Short porch for Clint. Three to one, Yanks. Hicks scores on it. No, Alvarez again? Alvarez gets him again. It is three to two in the eighth. The birthday boy. God, the air got sucked out of the stadium like BBD on a Thursday night. Five, three, Yankees after the Altuve homer. Hicks infield single and Glaber Torres is running and he's not going to stop till he gets home. Some heads up base running from the New York Yankees. A little rally. We're down one. Oh, no. Oh, no. Moy Mal. Moy Maldonado. Home run to left makes it seven to four. 
Sorry, Chad. We love you. It happens. Yankees lose. They do not get the sweep. Houston eats bugs. They win 7-4. Good job, Jake. Yeah, I mean, I, I this loss um, in, in the regular season really doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. Um, you, bullpen guys, no matter who they are, are going to give up, like, big home runs in, in moments, and they already won the series. Yeah. And, Cole, like, a Cole, Cole pitching really bad would have hurt me more. Yeah. Or McCullers completely shutting down the offense, but they had a good amount of hits, right? Yeah, I mean like the Astros, the Astros out hit the Yankees. Well, it's ten to nine, um, and I guess that's that's where you and, and how I, many walks did the Yankees have? Like four or five? Uh, Yankees had four walks and nine hits and four walks. Had two, yeah. So I'm so I'm not even like that worried about offensively what happened, and then it's just you know Altuve beat him on a high fastball, and it happened. So I don't, I'm. I think where you I'm not going to lose any trust in Chad moving forward. So it's like, what do you do? I think where you and I would stand, if there's something to not be happy about, and I don't want this to be shots fired at the dude, but he's clearly not in a rhythm right now. It's Justin Wilson. Um, you know, Sh- shouldn't have used him there. There's, there's a couple other people in the Yankees pen. That's three straight appearances for Justin Wilson uh, that he's given up runs. So you know, I, I Yankees won this series. Who was, would you, who would you have gone to? I'm trying to I'm trying to look at it. It was a one-run game. I mean, I think we we have to come back to a a little bit of a reality on this because it's who would the Yankees have actually gone to? I like. I think you and I would rather see Michael King than they're not going to use him. But they're, the Yankees want to use Michael King because they want when saying. they use him, they want to use a ton of bullets. Yeah. So I mean, Licky. So Licky's the only other option. Yeah. And and he pitched. Uh, I would have before. He he pitched right before Wilson, so yeah. I mean, it was kind of the Yankees' card to play. It just didn't seem like the right spot. I don't know. It is what it is. You'd rather have Wilson over Albert Abreu. <laughs> yeah, no, King is, King is there, but you're not going to pitch him. Well, I guess and now seeing Albert Abreu there, if you need someone to throw you sixty bullets tomorrow, like if you use King today for one inning. You'd have Albert Abreu, so I think there's an argument. Like King's been good. That could they, they paid Wilson, so yeah. No, I I very much get it. It's uh, it's just Wilson clearly not in the best spot right now. I that can very easily change over the course of the season. The dude had him pitched in four days, and he's been on kind of a rough schedule and just hasn't been good yet. So there's. You know, hopefully there's a part this year where Justin Wilson gets into a rhythm and looks like the MLB veteran he's been. But um, yeah, the bullpen, I'm actually, I'm still pretty pumped about, man. Yeah, dude, because they, if, they've been if, awesome this if year. If Wilson can get good, and if uh, Britain's coming, Britain back. comes back, and now we know Lewisig is a stud, and Sess has been nasty, and Licky's been good, and King's been good, we're kind of adding a lot of pieces to this pen. We're like. Or some of them go down, but then Britain and these guys might get back good again. So I'm I'm good with the pen. Well, and I I know there's something that you and I want to discuss uh, next Tuesday for the um, midweek, maybe maybe a couple voicemails. When you start talking about how we feel about our bullpen right now and some of the depth pieces, 
you know, we originally thought when the trade deadline came around this year, it was probably going to be bullpen. I mean, there's a good chance that the Yankees try to hunt down a starting pitcher, which we also thought they'd be interested in. But now, if you can, if you can put all of your resources, that four million in cap space, and whatever prospect capital, to go and get a starting pitcher, especially if you start talking playoff bullpens, like we don't know what it's going to look like. Does Domingo Herman end up in the playoff bullpen or something? So, yeah, it op- and that's what they're aiming for. It, it opens up some fun line of questioning that uh, we'll be talking about. In kind of soon episodes. I mean, you know, we're going to be at mid-May, start of June soon. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah, I actually, I'll just do it right now. Do it right now. Um, what's today? Today's the May the 6th to be with you. Thursday. I'll do it Sunday then. Because we're going to we, do it on Tuesday, right? Well, we said we wanted to tell the people about it now. Yeah, so I, I said this last show. I, I want, and I usually hate really early trade talks, but... Um, if you're one of our fans that likes playing GM, that's into Utpa, that mm. is a smart and can do math, I want voicemails of guys that fit the Yankees' payroll abilities as trade targets or are close enough that if their team takes on like 25% of the money or 50% mm. of the money that it works. And I want you to call in and we'll do a voicemail app so that everyone else that doesn't want to do that math can have guys on their radar for the next two months just keeping taps. Like Jose Urania, who we saw in the Detroit Tigers. Right. He's really cheap, and he's having a really good season thus far. He could have a terrible next four starts, and then he's probably out of the running. Right. But I'd like to just be keeping we tabs keep of track, yeah. tons of guys like that. But uh, BBD's got to sift through this voicemail. So, again, only if you're an actual person that, like, does this, and you have to say the, the salary and the numbers that, like, the Yankees have to take on. So, like... No one call in and be like, get Scherzer, because it's, yeah. ha- it's not happening. Because they have around $3.1 million to spend. So you got to find a pitcher that costs less than that yeah. for this season. So, like, example, I Kyle Gibson's a friend of our Talking Baseball podcast, so I've been fake dreaming this, but he's on the Texas Rangers, who should be sellers, and I think his salary is $8 million. So if Texas ate a little bit of money... With half of his salary come the All Star break, you're really close, and teams could make that work in a trade. Prorate so, it down to four million, and then they would have to eat some. So keep it in the realm, um, and yeah, I think it'll be something good to keep track of, and just like, oh, Jose Rain, you got lit up. He's probably not a valuable trade piece at this point. Man, Gibby keeps killing it. Yes, um, I'd like a running list. I usually hate really early, yeah. but if it fits the parameters of what the Yankees are willing to spend, John Means. I saw that in the chat right now. Like that's that's fun in a way. Is it? Is he? Uh, he's been lights out this year. But what's he's got his, like three years left. You'd have to give up like an actual package, a big right? Package, now. but fits the parameters. Yeah, he's got three years left after this, but he only costs half a mil for this season. So that's the Yankees would have that's to pay a, trade a real prospect capital there. Yeah, because they can just trade him later on. They can wait like two hey, more that would be years. A, that would be a pretty good haul. Oh, yeah. Which is really interesting on the Orioles' side because I think they want to be good in two years, but that's not guaranteed. And like John Means, while well, he's got his value at his highest, he's been really good this year, just coming off no-hitter. That's talking O's, though. All right, yeah. So anyway, I want people that are good at the math and the numbers and like playing GM to send in voicemails. If you're not, kindly just like wait for the voicemail and don't, don't yeah. ruin BBD's time as he sorts through. 
no get Scherzer calls. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Let's go on to awards. The first award that we give out here on Talking Yanks is Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. All right. Who are these guys? Someone said Urania shouldn't sniff the mound come October. I would have Urania as kind of like the uh, Jaime Garcia, uh, Lance Lynn pieces like the secondary pitcher not the mm. main target you're getting 40 innings yeah is what he's, he's helped you get through the season yeah and get there give you uh, get through august and september yeah uh, i wouldn't have him like you know you're not trading for him to be a one two or three in the playoffs right maybe he goes to the bullpen in the playoffs and can be a long whatever the plan doesn't start him in a playoff game there's also not on the tiers. team. Bigger thing is, I'm more looking different to find just, find just want me, names. Just to find me every guy that fits the money parameters, and then we'll figure out yeah. who we'll actually do the rest. What, what their yeah. use would be. Yeah, who? Yeah, yeah, if they're actually helpful or not. Like John Gray, that might be a good one. Young Jake, you yes. get to go first. For the pride of the New York Yankees. Yeah, it's a tough one today. There's one that stands out. And man, when he flamingos on the mound and throws that change up. But I've never seen Giancarlo Stan do that. So I'm just going to take him for the hitting stuff. Giancarlo Stan. Why? Pride of the Yankees. Do you have a reason why? James Giancarlo went 8 for 13 this series with eight runs batted in. Uh, second on the team was tied for two. So that's four times. It is a math pot on occasion. I mean, three home runs. The guy is as locked in as you'll see someone at the plate right now. Uh, it's fun. I mean, and the two home runs in this series were as cool as they could be. I mean, you know, after the DJ LeMayhew up and in pitch where you're kind of, you're not actually wondering, but you're like, okay, now we're a pitch away from this becoming a, a shit show. Leaves a fastball over the middle. That's in the seats. And then... The home run in the first game, I mean, all the energy, all the electricity, and then Bregman homers, and then it's the nervous, still excited, you know, we got a full ball game to put one in the stands, you know, that first inning on Tuesday when Giancarlo put it in the stands was probably the most raucous the stadium's been in a year and a half, or whatever it is, so uh, that's pretty cool, man, he's uh it's beautiful. The uh, minus the way he actually swings, it's still mentally kind of distortion. That's not the right word, but uh, man, I'm really happy. I ho- I hope people are falling in love with this guy because it's uh it's cool to see him do this. And like when you really zoom out and then zoom back in and are like, wait, who's who's on this team that New York City would love? Well, let's see. This one guy hits the ball harder than anyone's ever hit a baseball. Um, and he has really cool press conferences. He's like a good interview, a fun guy, like doesn't shy away from anything. Oh, yeah, he also has an MVP in the bag. Yeah, we can like this guy. Giancarlo. Giancarlo. Homer in every game. That's a good way to get a pride. How many prizes has he got in a row now? How many prizes has he got in a season now? Okay. We didn't give him from last week. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he went big fellow. He should have got it. He could have got it. Wow, it's only a second on the season. Yeah. Tied for second most on the team. Damn. This year. 
Man. Okay. Mm. All right. Oh. Uh, okay, my pride of the Yankees. Yeesh. And I don't know if you know who I'm going to give it to. I don't know if he's... Glaber Torres. Yeah, I thought so. Glaber Torres has a 417 OBP this series. Obviously, that heads up base running play. Yeah. Um, the double play ball that he got uh, in game one. Uh, and then the next one, the next inning after that, or two innings after that. But more importantly, like, honestly, I'm just kind of, like, proud of Glaber. Like, like, he has made a turn from the sad boy, didn't run it out, got beat up more than he should have in the media, but still it was just times were tough, and he could took the brunt of it that day. And he's really – he's fun to watch now. And yeah. it's like, yeah, Glaber's up. We got a chance. And yeah. it's – and he's made, like, every routine play for maybe two, three weeks now. Yeah, there's been a couple couple kind of close calls. There was that one where DJ came off the bag and he had to come back. But in general, everything considered, yeah. even if the, the two mistakes he half made that haven't punished the Yankees, you that's can, still a win. You can see the shortstop's a tough position. The way he's throwing it on a – it's just nice and easy. Instead he, of that bam, bam, boom, fire, he's just kind of He fields it. it and does a little sidearm, get it out. Yeah. Get it out and get it up. Instead of that tap tap rocket throw. So it's almost just like my feeling on him as a player. Get it out and get it up. Has changed a lot. Yeah. And I'm happy about it. When we had I did a- pull up stats. In his last in his last in the last two weeks, he has a three oh six batting average and a three ninety three on base percentage. He's still not slugging. But it's almost like he's said, Okay, I guess I'm not slugging right now. I just need to get hits any other way. And uh, so, you know, 393 on base percentage, 306 batting average. He's got to get that first homer out of the way. It's going to come. And if you're a baseball fan, you know after the first one comes, there's probably going to be four or five the week after that because that's how this six sport works. But, no, Glaber's Glaber fundamentally has really looked locked in. He made a, a visible change at shortstop, the way he fields and gets rid of the ball. Uh, the nice plays at second base while flipping to Geo <laughs> at second during the shift got That's a short, yeah. got a lot of got a lot of fun Yankee Twitter conversations. But yeah, and that heads up base runner man, we had a couple guys come up to us mid game because they just listened to the Sharp Stats episode after the Geo hustle double, um, and then Glaber does that later in the game, which you know was some of the <laughs> most heads up. Base running and fun that we don't see a lot out of these Yankees, so. Good for him, man. Yeah. So he is a pride. Yeah. Okay. Cute. Thank you. Next up, we have... Ooh. You Yankee motherfucker. Ooh, and ooh, ooh. Who are you giving it to again? Ooh. You can really dance. You, you can really dance. She went boom, boom, boom. He went. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm going cop out, Chad. I'm happy with the series. Yes, kind of blew this game. Shit happens as a reliever. Jeez. I love you, Goosey. I'm sorry. We do one every show. Minus the midweek episode. In the what the hell, man? Chad. Sorry. What? Sorry. What? It's Altuve. Two strikes, man. 
Three two high fastball. That's what Altuve loves. He eats them for breakfast. Bullshit. It's a cereal brand he's working on. You swear on your life. They were gonna do a big thing. They had to cancel the whole thing. Kellogg's had a deal worked with them. It's called the high fastballs, and they're little baseballs, and full of full of speed. And now he's just eating them by himself because they had to can the whole thing. So he's when got. You say boxes. full of speed. What do you mean? If you tried them, you'd know. Okay. I'm going Aaron Judge. I thought about it. Yeah, I mean. I thought about it. I'm not really worried uh, because watching his at-bats, I didn't get to watch him too too closely today because we were at the stadium, so you don't really get to see the pitches and the movement. But when he went 0 for 5 with five strikeouts, they didn't feel like awful at-bats. I was kind of surprised by the result. Um, But he's in a bit of a slide now. And on these three games, he went one for 13 with nine strikeouts. Yeah. So you have a couple more games like that, and then it's like, what? So he's officially kind of on our slump watch, and I will be tuning in to the next two days. Yeah. So, Judge. You'll be tuning in for the rest of the year. No, I'll be tuning in to Judge's numbers. Judge's numbers next two days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, baseball's a, a funny sport to the point that <laughs> Giancarlo Stanton homers and uh, the crowd is chanting MVP for Giancarlo Stanton, which if you've been along for the roller coaster ride with us, you know how semi-ridiculous that is. And they're chanting MVP for Giancarlo Stanton while new three-hole hitter Aaron Judge is up <laughs> in a little bit of a slump. And it's kind of one of these like, how did we... How have we gotten here from people booing G to now MVP to Judgey struggling? And that's uh, that's this beautiful, fickle game, my friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Peter Moylan dropped a... Uh, I was listening to Farm to Fame ad. Mm. Go listen to it. Ad. And uh, Kelsey was talking and Peter dropped a mm-hmm on her mm-hmm. and it made me laugh. We're like an mm-hmm company now. Just pretty nuts. <laughs> on accident. Yeah, we didn't mean it. Do you have a, uh, a regular old award? Are we doing regular old awards? Mm-hmm. Okay. You get to go first? I'm going to give out the Arm in a Cast Award. Arm in a Cast Arm in a cast award. Arm in a cast. Arm in a cast award. Luis Severino. Is not Sevy. That's probably, there could be some accuracies around that at some point. Aaron Hicks. It is Aaron Hicks. It is Aaron Hicks. Uh, Jimmy. Aaron Hicks ended up having a nice series. Six for ten. Yeah. How about that? You know, infield single, bloop here, bloop there. Hey. Not bad, kid, especially with the, the start he was off to. And, you know, he saw a little action from both sides of the plate, and that's where I had some friends. I forget if you had this. Uh, I, I've never had my arm in a cast. Have you ever been in a cast? No. One time I went to the doctor. They said I broke my heel and I would need a cast, and mm. me and my dad were driving home, and we were kind of cool. I was, like, 11 years old, and my dad was like, hey, first broken bone, like trying to make it, like, into, a, like, a boyhood sure. 
write a passage. Keep your spirits up. Let's a go bit. get some Wendy's and celebrate. Yeah. And then as we were driving through the Wendy's drive through, they called my dad and they're like, "Oh, we misread it. It's not a. He didn't break his heel. They just, mis- they just misread the X-ray. Well, the celebration boyhood rite of passage. Yeah, Wendy's tastes a little different after that. So no, I've never been in a cast. You don't know how often I've heard that. Um, no, I had some buddies that got cast. You know, middle school, early high school. And, uh, you know, if it's their dominant hand, they have to learn how to use their non-dominant hand mm-hmm. to do a lot of things. Yeah. Writing. Wiping their eating, butt. Touching their biscuits. Checking for cancer. Um, so Hicks, you know, both sides of the plate, got a little action in. And, you know, as we talked about a lot, that left side was getting scary and still lives a little scary, but, hey, he was good last series, six for ten this series. Aaron Hicks, we did this a couple episodes of like, what is f- firm and finite about the New York Yankees? Aaron Hicks is supposed to be one of those pieces, and I hope he gets legitimately hot because I know Twitter was hot on him. We were tough on him, but I mean, a lot of the numbers were fair about that. So yeah, Hicksy, good job, buddy. Get hot, man. 353 batting average, 450 on base percentage in his last six games. Okay. Couple series. Having a good homestand. Finish it off against Houston. No, the Nationals. Finish it off against the Houston Nationals. Have a good homestand. Have a good homestand, yeah. man. Um, good award. He's above the Mendoza line. Is he? What are his numbers on the season now? Uh, two oh two batting average after a three for three day today. Isn't that below the Mendoza line? Mendoza line is two hundred. Two hundred. So he's hitting two oh two. I thought the Mendoza line was a little above two hundred, and then it got like it's two fifteen the Mendoza line. So I've I've literally never heard that. Well, it's Mendoza's batting average, which is 215. I think people have kind of changed it to 200 because it's more round number. The cutoff point is most often to be said 200. I think because he was like always just above, just below 200. I don't know. I thought it was his batting average of 215. Someone's probably said this on a broadcast before. Maybe Michael K is like, his batting average is actually 215. Yeah. 200's like bad, bad. Oh, yeah. He's getting job, going. Uh, my first award is Fighter of the Sun. Is this the award? Fighter Champion of the Sun. Fighter of the Nightman. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. We'll just do some yes or no's. Does this award go to six people? Yes. Okay. That was my only question. But it's a group of people. It's right. not like a random six where I'm just like, all these guys had a good time. I mean, I have an idea where you're going with this. Mm-hmm. But let it rip, Big Daddy. Set up. Set up men. The set up men. The set up men. Yep, this goes to the all of the set up men. Okay. All the people the Yankees have used, not named Chapman. Because he's not a set up guy. Right. He's closer. It's true. Wilson, Chad, Laza, Litke, O'Day, Nelson. Six guys. Someone tweeted at me, and I laughed. 
We all left. Said, our bullpen sucks in day games. I laughed because I was like, that's funny. It's a fantastic message. It's a fantastic tweet. Incredible message. I did the math. Mm. Our bullpen sucks in day games. Yeah. Those setup guys in day games, 32 and two-thirds, 39.2 innings in day games. 459 ERA mm. in night games, 34 innings, 238 ERA. They have double the ERA in night in day games than night games. Which is just weird. Yeah. Creatures of habit, routine, don't know the yeah. reasoning here. Also, not an actionable item, because what are you gonna do? You're you're not gonna not use your bullpen in a day game because you kind of have to. It's nature of the beast. Mm. It's not like you can be like, well, Kluber, it's a day game. Need you to go all nine. But I guess it's something we can all be a little scared about now. I like it. Day game. The setup guys come in. You got to be a little bit on your toes. Day game bullpen is on our radar. Right yeah, now. fully on everyone's radar. Yeah. Those numbers are are different. It's different. It's different. It's different. So good observation. I should probably shout him out, but I don't know mm. if I'm able to find him. It's just like a response to my tweet. Mm. Um, John Reed at J Reed Cowboy bullpen is complete trash in day games. Mm. <laughs> mm. Not wrong. Not wrong. Not wrong. That's not wrong. Not wrong. So. Do with that what you will. I don't know if you can. The only thing you can do is kind of prep for it and be like, all right, you know. Is it on your radar, BBD? Um, I wasn't fully listening okay, because I was pulling up. I put it on the screen. The MLB.com definition of Mendoza line is a 200 batting average. I, his his batting average is two fifteen. So I I saw some two fifteens in the chat. I think it's a good baseball discussion. I think it changed at one point. Society has changed. It. I think when he was a playing, yeah, it was around two fifteen. The was, games change. As far as more we go away from his actual career, I think it's just right. much easier to say two hundred. Right. The games change. Less contact hitting. Um. So yeah, bullpen and day games. Bullpen day games. It's on our radar. Got to be. You know what? I I didn't look at King's numbers. Mike King. And I wonder when he went six out of the pen, that would change it drastically. So good thing I didn't use it because that was a day game when he went six innings. Kind of very different than a setup guy role, though. That was a night game when he did good. I left King out of it. Just kind of by accident. Mm. But that six innings pitch, zero and runs probably drags it Helps. down. But, but I mean, the other. also the, not like a setup. He was yeah. never looked at as a setup guy. Yeah. All these other guys have been using Nick Nelson guy. coming into the season. There were thoughts he could be setting things up. And they were using him like that. Yeah. So. Watch out. I'll see you next day game. Yeah. Sunday. Next one's. Is Saturday a day game? Saturday's a day game. So I might not see you next one. We will not see each other. I'm getting uh, my we'll vaccine, so I might be... My FaceTime. Instagram show. Live. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see each other. Mm. Okay. 
Good award. Thank you. Good award. My final award uh, is the You Can't Bribe Them With Money Award. You Can't Bribe Them With Money can't Award. Can't Bribe Them With Money Award. Cole. It's not Gareth. This got a little weird brain, I'll be honest. Okay, I'm not going to guess. It was a different angle than normally normally taken because it's a conversation I want to have. It's going to Gary Sanchez. Oh, okay. Um, so, you know, Kyle Higashioka took the starting catching gig. Yes. Saw that. Um, Gary, in the game he played, he had a walk, a hit by pitch. He also hit a ball real well. That you and I were talking about And you know there's some talk around baseball this year With the actual baseballs And hitting numbers are down That we were like you know I think a 20 You know 2019-2020 baseball Gary Sanchez might have had a dinger there Or off the wall or something This is leading into the next series a little bit We mentioned the Nationals They're coming to town this weekend The next two starting pitchers Are Patrick Corbin and Max Scherzer Hmm both those boys have been paid, paid. Sure have. You can't bribe them with money. Gary's going to start one of those two games. It's Tyone, then Kluber. There's been a little Kluber-Tyone connection, or Kluber-Higgy connection. Um, so it's night game, day game, day game. So Gary's starting one of the next two games. I don't know if it's Tyone or Kluber. It's probably Tyone. I think he's been paired up with Tyone a little bit. So... If it's Scherzer, you know, he just had a baby. I think Gary's going to start tomorrow. Yeah, I'm leaning tomorrow too, but I'm, I'm getting this out of the way. If it's Scherzer, you know, he just had a baby. Yeah, third baby, beautiful, you beautiful know, child. Gary's had some kids, you know, maybe he's got some pass-me-downs or he could get him that egg baby thing that shakes the baby. Okay. Um, Snoo, a shoe. Yeah, snoo. Snoo, snoo. Snoo, yeah. Uh, snuff. Get the baby some snuff. Um. If it's Patrick Corbin, he just got the payday. He's been struggling a little bit. Uh, you know, his best man said he wanted to be a Yankee. Maybe get him a signed Yankees thing. Oh, my God. I forgot about that nonsense. Maybe get him something signed from a Yankee legend. Paul O'Neill, something like that. Uh, to be like, hey, just give me like three fastballs away. Let me get a base hit. Because, guys, 90% of the reason Higgy got the starting catching job was because he was hitting. Like, Higgy's framing is nice. His defense is nice. Gary's defense has been not noticeable this year, which for Gary Sanchez is kind of good. If Gary can find a couple to dunk in, he'll find himself as the starting catcher or maybe the Yankees will admit it's a platoon or whatever the next step is for the Yankees, even though they've been platooning. If Gary can buy one, or figure out how to bribe one, and he can get it going a little bit, there's still a long season ahead for Gary Sanchez. So figure out who you're playing against, bribe them to give you one hit, and that could spark the whole thing. Okay. That's baseball. Yeah. They're def they're not platooning right now. Higgy is definitely like the starter. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, whatever the next step is. Yeah, it's interesting. Because I was going to give an award to Higgy, but it's the same conversation, so I won't. Um, 
But, Ziggy was what, 0 for 7 this series? Yeah, and he saw a lot of breaking balls. He saw more breaking balls today than fastballs today. And I think now that the scouting report is kind of being built, it's Higgy's turn to change, or we're going to be frustrated with two catchers. So kind of uh, hopefully goes back to a platoon and Gary gets some regular at-bats because his ceiling is still higher. But or Higgy or Higgy hits, but you know, I think he was feasting on a lot of fastballs because they didn't really know what was going on. He doesn't have a hit on a breaking pitch yet, and I think in this game today, game three, in game one, I did it earlier. He saw more off speed and breaking. Fifty four percent sliders today, or today in this game, and the two games ago it was something like like that. Something to watch. I mean, storylines of this Yankee season, that's currently one. Pass it back and forth. Mm. One of them get hot. Yeah, that ball that Gary hit in game two, the first pitch, drove it. I think in 2019, that's a home run or 2020 or whatever. And you could say this about any player at this point in the series. We've been talking about this, but if Gary has a a good road trip... Or a good homestand. Like, you know, his on-base percentage wasn't that this bad this year. It's just everything else around it was. Mm. So, like, hey, Gary has two good series with a couple homers and a double. Like, his stats will look not awful, which might be surprising some to some people. My next award yes. is the Advent Calendar. Oh, Mm. Yeah, I love them. Well, of course you get a piece of chocolate every day. I love them. Obviously, you like it. Just what a fantastic win by our society. When do you think advent calendars were created? I think they're European. Does that help? No. And they're probably not. Okay. They're Nordic, it seems. That was my thought. Why was that my thought? Uh, chocolate. Fuck myself. Okay. It goes to two people. Okay. Voight and Ford. Because mm-hmm. I'm counting the days, baby. <laughs> and I wish I was at zero. Voight had a double. He had a home run. Yeah. Four for his first six. I'd rather, you know, if they say we don't want to call Voight up too early because they'll have a couple weeks of struggling here and, like, get into a rhythm. Voight getting into a rhythm in the MLB, in MLB games, is still better than Ford in rhythm right now in MLB games. Even, Even in presence alone. They walked three guys today in game in the first inning and then just got four out and it was over. Yeah. Like when Glaber was up, it's just well, we'll just walk Glaber because Ford's up next. Yeah. And he put good wood on it. Uh shot to the first baseman, I guess. But man, Ford would uh, Voight would at least get like the respect. Like he'd at least protect someone if he's right. behind him. And if he struggles for a little bit, like well, it's still better. Led the, league, led the league in homers last year. Vibes would be better, all that. So I understand they're probably not going to bring. I mean, maybe if Geo's hurt, it does speed this up now. They said with Odor being hurt, it wouldn't, like they yeah. weren't rush it. But even 
even without all that. Is that really interesting? What? If Gio has to go to the IL tomorrow, who gets called up? No one. Excuse me? Wade just plays. They don't have anyone else. They're not going to call Dietrich up because that fucks with their pitching. They traded Tyro. Andujar? Then call Andujar up. Mm, that'd be interesting. He's like, like he's like officially not on a rehab assignment. Andor, he's just <laughs> is in AAA. I mean, the guys so on the guys on the forty man would be Florial, Andujar, and Voit. All right, I have a question. If yeah. they call up Andujar, yeah. do you play DJ at third, or do you play? Hold on. No. You have to play Andujar third. Is, uh, or you start Wade would be Andujar at first. Start Wade at second and Andujar at first. Do you not turn that? It'd be a good one to look back at in a couple weeks. You're not doing that. Uh, yeah, if Geo's gone, they're gonna call up Andujar, but then he's gonna have to play third. I think I thought they stopped playing him at third. They're playing in left field more in first base, so. I know when he first got activated, Boone had said he's going to go play first in AAA, but now games are AAA games are here. Voight's there doing a rehab assignment, so I think he's getting the first base time. <laughs> right. Well, and the chat is saying Andujar and left, but that doesn't solve anything because yeah. if Geo's hurt, you need an infielder. infielder. Yeah. Well, then you play Clint at third. And yeah. How If Geo's out, how are they going to do that? They're going to call up Andujar and just play him at third, right? You either start Andujar at third or... Anduar at first and Wade at second. Someone asked why don't why wouldn't they call up Dietrich? They they traded away people for Odor to not call up Dietrich because if they call up Dietrich, they have to give him five hundred grand, and that goes against a trade they can make later in the yeah. season. So Dietrich's a break glass in case of emergency. I don't think they're going to do that. You're not going to. You him can't a start Anduar and right Wade now. at the same time. Like, with Geo out, that means now we have Andujar and Wade? I mean, what's the alternative? F- who do you rather, Ford or Wade? I'm kind of Wade right now. Yeah, I guess I'm I don't care. Wade. At least you're getting defense. So say Voight comes back and Andujar comes back. Yeah. Then it's Andujar at third. So Voight... And Andujar. So right now, Albert Abreu is on the roster. Yeah. So this is if Gio went to the IL, there'd be one spot. Yeah, but you can just send Abreu down. Send Albert Abreu down. Okay. Pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, then you'd put. So I mean, Andujar might be on the roster for three games. Voight's coming back when they go to Tampa. Right. At that point, if Gio's on the IL, right, it's Voight at first, DJ at second, Labor at short. If Gio's hurt, it's going to be Andujar at third, which they're not even playing him at third in the minors right now because he's so bad. That's where position. I don't. That's where I don't know how real that is. Like I know, would they play Wade at third over him? They could. I mean, go Voight, Wade. And DJ at third? Labor DJ. You could do that. So you, Wade's going to get run over Andujar? Yeah, you either... It's probably a Wade or... How about this? If you call a Voight, then you can send down Ford. So then there is a spot for Andujar? I don't know. I don't well, know. eventually, yeah, I guess Ford whenever, down. I guess whenever Voight's up, there's just no reason to have him and Ford both on the roster. Yeah, that's... Yeah. But especially, but you also want Andujar getting reps. Yes. 
Like, so it's like, okay if Ford is buried on the bench. The Yankees would rather have Ford buried on the bench than Andujar buried on the bench. Yeah. So, like, Andujar someone just said the, the Trevor Story trade. Ford. Like, he's owed $18 million. It's not happening. So, it's not happening. Yeah. If they if the Rockies somehow agreed to pay all of it, <laughs> no. that'd be cool. But you uh, Why would the Ro- can't yeah. do that. Yeah, <laughs> you I mean, can't how about assume that, it. How about if anyone's making ten more than 10 mil, they're out? For that game, sign Todd like, Frazier. Yes, in theory, you can. They'd have give to pay them. him then. If they sign Todd Frazier, they have to pay him the same amount of money they'd have to pay Dietrich, and they don't want to yeah, do that. That's... It's got to be someone from the forty man, otherwise they're going to hinder a trade they can make at the deadline. Yeah, is, is Todd Frazier not with the Pirates anymore? I thought he was on. I thought he did resign with the Pirates too. I thought they like called. He's like been up. I haven't been following their day to day transactions, so. Dude, I think it's Andu. It's Andu- what it is. Is it's Wade or Anduhar? That's like the platoon. Have we gotten a geo update? Yeah, it'd be funny if they were like he's I fine. Know. Yeah, which could kind of need him to be. They- if he goes on the ten day, it's a mess as you as we're yeah. seeing right now. So we've stumbled into. Did they say he's getting an MRI? Am I am I dreaming? That? That's what Sam told us when we came back. To Gio the Urshela is getting an MRI on his knee, yeah, so we won't know. Aaron Boone said that Urshela was stable when they put him through tests at the stadium. They might call up. They might. <laughs> no, dude. I think they'd call up Anduhar and play him at third, which is just <laughs> bizarre because they've kind of given up on that. They've given up on that. It would be a stopgap. It it is the way, because if you're calling him up, there's no benefit to him being there if he's not getting like the week of full at bats. So like that is a way to get him like a week of get to bat four times a night. Let's get weird. And he is. Let he's bad first. there, but he's comfortable at third. Let him at first. Ah. <sighs> yeah, just need Gio not to be hurt. Yeah. Because then it gets really funky. What else from this series? Did we give out, everyone give out awards? Yep. Mm. I think we both went two. Awarded out. Uh, who did we miss? Clint puts one in the short porch today. Uh, good uh, for him. Yeah, he needs to keep going. Yeah. Fee. I think we're going to get into familiar territory. Uh, oh, shit. With Clint and Gardy and Gary and Higgy. Okay. I like that. And we're going to, someone's got to step up. And and we're going to, you know, we're a month and a week into the season now. So, you know, you get into mid-May, it's it's yeah results time. Those story, Yeah, both of those storylines are horse races right now. Whichever of you gets hot, it's you. Either of you, either you starts running, you're going to get some play. It's kind of fun. Is Andor playing third at all right now? Rugi on the IL. I mean, they've today's only, only two games, the right? second day of games. Yeah, but like right? all um, started on the fourth, so today would be their third game. Sessa having a good year. Licky has bounced back really well lately. Johnny Lasagna is a machine. Uh, Chapman just full gross insanity stuff. And uh, I mean. Good Garrett Cole, seven innings pitch, tour and runs. The same guy got him twice for solo dingers. Yeah, I'm fine with Garrett. I'm fine with Cole. 
It was the it was the second least amount of swings and misses he's ever gotten as a Yankee. Only eight swings and misses. They said seven is the least he's ever gotten. Interesting. So, yeah. That's his former team. Former pitching coach. You wonder if they got anything. <sighs> also, maybe just Jordan Alvarez got him twice. And the rest of the guys are pretty good, too. Andor started the first two games of minor leagues in left field. Who's playing third down there? Andujar. An hour ago, Scranton put out their lineup. He's playing first base there today. So he played left field, left field, first base. So, yeah. I mean, they punted on him being a third baseman, which makes sense because they asked him to make some changes, and he didn't. And he's bad. He's historically one of the worst third basemen that played a full season at third. But what do you do if Geo's hurt right so now? So would you rather have, I mean, the options there are, if let's say Geo's out, 10-day I.L., I mean, it's either Ford, Ford, Wade, Glaber, DJ, or it's Andujar at first or third, DJ at second or third, and Glaber. I mean, I'm a little bit of a risk taker. You're missing someone in the second scenario. Uh-huh. You only said three players. So it's either think if- it's either Andujar, Wade, Glaber. DJ, or it's Andujar, or it's it's pick it's pick two of Andujar Ford Wade be, any you'd given have to day. Pick, you'd have to put Ford back at first base, so then it would be Ford DJ Glaber Andujar, which I'd rather have the defense and the running. I'd rather I'd rather I'd have, rather have Ford like at a, first and Wade at third okay. for for three games. Okay. Ford and Wade. Because Stan's the offense I guess at the end right of this now. game, they, they've been sure. doing Wade. Like today, they did Wade third and DJ second today, so they're comfortable. With I'd that. rather never see Andujar third base again. I have That's no fine. idea what he can do at first base. Right. That would be I'm the comfortable that would be that the unknown. answer. And if you're going to... I'm also not picking Andujar third. If you're going to bring Andujar up to play first base, and then Wade has to play second or third... You're just going to leave Andy Hart in AAA and keep getting him everyday reps and keep Ford for three more days and then wait for Voight. And then Voight's going to play first. If you're putting, if you're not putting him at third base, there's no need to call up Andy Hart. Okay. So then, but then who right are you f- calling up just to take Gio's spot if he's going IL? Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd just be interested, you know, if, know. If, if we've punted on Miguel Andujar as a third baseman, which I think everyone pretty much has, I mean, at some point, you've got to see him at first base or left field. We'll see so, him in the minors for a so little first. If it's three games, like, why not? Roll it out there. You just mess with him. I mean, like, Ford's not doing much. I mean, he's starting at first base tonight in the minor leagues. Yeah, but they want him to get, like, a month of minor league at-bats because he hasn't gotten regular hitting gotten, time. That's yeah. his major issue. He hasn't gotten, like, full weeks of ABs, and he hasn't gotten, like, full weeks at first base. Very interesting. Be healthy, yeah. Geo. Yeah, they got. I mean, they got no other infielders they can call up. So I just think they wouldn't make a roster move because then you send four down. You can't use them for ten days again. I just think if Voit's if you're not using Andrew at third and Voit's coming in three days anyway, and you're winning games with four Ford at first, they'll just leave Ford at first for this Nat series and then call up Voit and Wade will get run at second or third. 
I mean, they can, but you might as well have a body on the roster in case there's an extra inning games or anything. Like, who's down there right now that can get called up? That's Andular or Florio. Yeah, no, no, I mean, I mean, like, what arm would you be calling up then? I mean, I guess it doesn't really. Then it'd be running a two man bench, like Krisky. I don't know. I mean, that's weird. Geo can't be hurt. Three games at home in May versus the Nationals. If if there's a time to see some some Papa do at first base. I'm interested. Yeah, it kind of sucks. I mean, fine, but it, they're going to call him up, and if he gets hits, then he's going to go back down for Voight, and then it's going to be like a whirlwind. At least we saw it, and maybe some other teams saw it. And the oh. Yankees traded, you know? You love a good exhibition. That's an interesting thought process. All right. Yeah, if, if he goes to the 10-day, very interesting, because they lost Odor. I lost Geo. Bruce retired. <laughs> Unretire. You can call Gittins up, but then you gotta make a forty man move. Um, I'd rather that than Anduhar for three days. Call up Voight and have him just sit on the bench the first day. <laughs> I don't know what you do. It's yeah. very it's pretty it, I'm pretty interested in what they do. Very interesting. Yeah. Activate him and just can only be a pinch hit and <laughs> You're out of yeah, there. Just give him one at bat. That's his rehab assignment. Either way. It's like, that, like when, when Judge came back from the wrist. It was September, so there weren't minor league games to send him to. Baseball like, is happening. Go it, play right field to it, winning. Either way, Gio won't play tomorrow, so I'm guessing it's going to be Wade at second, DJ at third, Ford at first tomorrow. Yeah. Probably right. Yeah. Pool holes again. They'd have to pay him. Yeah. And they traded for Odor because they didn't want to pay Dietrich 500 grand. Yeah. So don't expect anyone that isn't on the 40 man that they're going to have to give actual. Maybe they do it and they say, screw it, but maybe, but nothing has lent that way. So you. I guess there's a chance because when Voight's back in a week, you can just cut him and. Well, I guess baseball. Him. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Nope, don't dream pool holes. Pool, it's not pool holes. It's like specifically, no. Yeah. All right, let's there. find out. We'll find out what happens. Yeah, thanks we'll for tuning in. Pre-game tomorrow. Pre-game yeah, show tomorrow. Appreciate you. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.